Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, Episode 60. Don't know what to do with your life? Seek bargains. And Deep Habits, Pursue Clarity Before Pursuing Results, both by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host and personal narrator here at Optimal Startup Daily, reading to you each and every day from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And I've got two posts for you today from popular writer Cal Newport. So with that, let's get right to them as we optimize your life. Don't Know What to Do With Your Life? Seek Bargains by Cal Newport of calnewport.com A Career Crossroads In the early winter of 2004, I was a senior at Dartmouth College and in the fortunate position of having two good job offers. The first was from Microsoft. It paid, by 2004 standards, about as much as you could possibly earn right out of college, around $85,000 in cash and stock per year. The second offer was to join the computer science PhD program at MIT. It paid considerably less, around 28,000 in stipend, but promised near complete freedom. MIT is quite unstructured and entrepreneurial. I had no clear preference for which job to take. They both seemed exciting. But in my effort to make a decision, I stumbled on a key tool in the career craftsman toolbox. Follow a lifestyle, not a passion. In my last post, I argued that the right way to build a remarkable life is to first identify the traits that define your vision of remarkable, then pursue only jobs that will reward you with these traits if and when you master rare and valuable skills. But here's the snag. What if you don't know what these traits are? This is a problem common to students and recent graduates, those who have not yet had enough life experience to figure out what's possible and what resonates. This was also my situation as I pondered my competing offers in the fall of 2004. At the time, I was ambitious and optimistic and had a great sense of potential, but I was also clueless about how best to direct this energy. This is what I did. Bargain shopping careers. Both jobs, I determined, would reward me well if I built up career capital by mastering rare and valuable skills. At Microsoft, if you stand out, you gain the ability to acquire some desirable career traits. If you make it to project leader on a hot product, for example, you can have impact, recognition, creativity, and low-level autonomy. In other words, freedom from a direct boss dictating your day-to-day. In an academic track, however, I determined that mastering rare and valuable skills would offer an even wider variety of such traits to choose from. If I made a name in the world of research, not only is impact, recognition, and creativity available, but so is a much, much higher degree of autonomy. 
successful professors are able to craft any number of exotic work setups. It also would allow for the possibility of taking a leave to start a company, as well as continuing with my writing. I had just submitted the manuscript for my first book. I didn't know which traits I ultimately wanted in my career, but I appreciated that MIT would offer me more options for the career capital I generated. So I turned down Bill Gates and went to work, ironically, in the Bill Gates Tower at MIT. The Value Rule The main idea captured by this story is simple. When in doubt about which specific desirable traits you want to pursue in your working life, choose the available job option that offers the greatest variety of these traits in exchange for career capital. Keep in mind the availability of these traits are irrelevant if you don't first build up capital by mastering rare and valuable skills. No one gives away such value just because you feel passionate about it. But as you advance in this quest to become so good they can't ignore you, and along the way add sophistication to your value system, it's likely that you will, as I do now, appreciate the greater flexibility this rule adds to your career crafting process. Deep Habits, Pursue Clarity Before Pursuing Results Also by Cal Newport of calnewport.com Shallow September I track my deep work hours using a weekly tally, so I have a good sense of how my commitment to depth varies over time. A trend I've noticed is that my deep work rate hits a low point around this time of year. The obvious explanation is that the start of the fall semester adds extra time constraints, but I don't think that's the whole story. My deep work tends to increase as the fall continues, even though my teaching commitments also increase during this period, once there are problem sets and exams to grade. In thinking about this mystery, I've begun to better understand a crucial but often ignored aspect of working deeply on important things, the necessity of clarity. My research cycle. In my life as a distributed algorithm researcher, I experience a rapid fire set of important research deadlines that begin in the late winter and end mid-summer. If all goes well, this period clears out my research larder, leaving me by mid-July ready to start a new research cycle. This reality explains why my deep work dips around this period. It's not clear what I should be working on. When I have a well-developed problem and I have a sense of what the solution should look like and I can feel that my attacks are getting closer to the core, it's easy to obsessively accumulate hour after hour of deep thinking. By contrast, when I only have a hazy idea for a type of problem that might be interesting, but I'm not sure exactly how to define it or if it's something I can solve, it's easy to push aside deep hours for other more concrete concerns. In the fall, in other words, I'm rich in haziness and poor in clarity. There's nothing wrong with this. All projects require this haziness stage. High output rates, therefore, will force you into this stage frequently. Prioritizing clarity. The conclusion I've been developing is that I need to think more systematically about minimizing the time to get from haziness to the level of clarity that accelerates depth. In more detail, when in a period of haziness, I'm becoming increasingly comfortable with the idea that much of the time that I might usually spend on traditional deep work concentrating without distraction on a well-defined problem, will instead be spent trying to clarify hazy ideas to a point where such depth is possible. In my particular line of work, the following activities seem to help. Agree to give a talk on the topic. Go visit or invite to visit a collaborator to bounce around the idea. Set up a bounded series of meetings or phone calls to see if the idea can be kneaded into something pliable. Read, read, and read related work and capture the notes in an annotated bib, 
a tip that has arguably doubled my research productivity. And finally, once ready, spend a half day or so trying to write up a problem document that captures a clear description of the problem, a collection of simple results, and a list of some next results that seem promising and tractable. This is like a business plan for a research problem, and usually something I like to develop before committing to long-term time investment. The specifics of these activities will differ depending on your job, but the big idea here is that by dedicating some deep work time to seeking project clarity when projects are hazy, you'll end up with more quality results in the long run. You just listened to the posts titled, Don't Know What to Do With Your Life? Seek Bargains, and Deep Habits, Pursue Clarity Before Pursuing Results, both by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And big thanks to Cal, who typically writes about learning hacks and productivity. So he is narrated pretty frequently over on Optimal Living Daily. So you can check out that show for a lot more from him. But that'll do it for Optimal Startup Daily today. I thank you as always for being here. Please do click subscribe if you haven't done that already. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.